today we're going to start with the new moon happening in Gemini. A lot of people don't understand that a part of ascending is to understand who we were, who we are, and who we want to be. And we make that decision on who we were and who we want to be by manifesting it and recreating it and reframing it in the now. That's why the now is so important. And then that's why we want to reach to a place where we can almost always be in the now. To be honest with you, if you weren't human, uh, you wouldn't have difficulty being in the now. But in human form, the greatest teacher is planet Earth, the greatest classroom, the most transformative place to be is in as a human on planet Earth. And therefore, everything is interconnected. Everything. And you can look at that on a scientific, biological, physical, in physics as well, that everything is connected. And yes, the stars, the planet, the moon, the sun, all has a, a language, a connection, an energy that we are intertwined with. I didn't believe this. You know, if you told me 20 years ago, I would have said that's the biggest BS I've ever heard in my entire life until I was handed a book that I never really put down. It was a remembrance of who I always was, who I've been long before this lifetime. It, that's the only way, that's when I realized that past lives must exist because it made no sense to me. I wasn't raised, although I was raised with a psychic, intuitive uh, mother, an extremely creative father. I was not raised as an astrologer, nor did I really know much about it, except for what most of you know, is that's the horoscopes in the newspaper, the magazine, or on your phone's app. And so these ener the energy field that we're moving into is the communicative, passing on information, learning, discovering, sharing that with others, energy of Gemini, Mercury, Mercury, the planet of communication, transportation, and transmutation, and transformation. But there's a shadow side to this. And we really, there's a shadow side, a yin and yang, an up and down, an in and out to everything. And the shadow side here is that do your research. Look into, I always like, like to look at peer-reviewed articles which is basically professionals writing for other professionals, not for the news. And also careful with gossip. And Gemini is all about communication. So you may be sharing information that people don't really want to hear. You may be sharing information that you think people need to know. And there's a there can be a easily be flavored uh, pungently with gossip which means I just want to be a part of the crowd. I want to be in the know. I want to be in the click. I want people on my side. Um, and I, I haven't just noticed this with uh, COVID and with the shot and the vaccine. I have noticed this in my own interpersonal uh, connections where it's about shaming another person because look at what this person did to me. This person did this to me. And therefore, I have to tell you, that this person isn't a good friend to you either, right? I just experienced that. And I was like, are we in high school? Yeah, it wasn't anything tumultuous. It wasn't anything that would damage my life or anybody else's. It was a 
it was an exchange of an experience between those two people alone. Right, so I'm witnessing this. Not only that, we've got two or three planets moving into Gemini. So this is all about the power of the word. Right, and so let me read you some words that I find that are very powerful. People are talking. I hear them whisper. I won't believe it. They think that we're hiding something. I just ignore it. But they keep talking. They keep saying that we are doing this and we are doing that. Right? Let's give them something to talk about. I feel foolish. I've never noticed. It took a rumor to make me wonder. And so those are, in part, the words and the lyrics of Bonnie Ray's Let's Give Them Something to Talk About. Right? And then the four agreements. And that is the power of communication. Be impeccable with your word. First of the four agreements that Don Miguel Ruse discusses in his book in the four agreements is be impeccable with your words. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. But let's take a look at the word because this is the energy that's going to be so powerful. Words are, are very powerful, right? Your thoughts and your words have the ability to damage your, your business, to damage yourself, to damage other people, to damage society. It can literally put a halt and stop ascension ascending and therefore if you have a disagreement right with why others are doing what they're doing whether it be with covid whether it be with how your neighbors treat one another whether it be with a co-worker that you don't like the way that they're acting or a friend in my case where you want to talk behind their back and create an alliance of people around you who back you up this, what is your intention? And that's what being impeccable with your word is. What is your intention? Is your intention to just let off some steam? Is your intention to be a hierarchy? Is it, Do you want to impress upon people how wrong they are and how right you are? Or do you really want an, a positive outcome? Is there some, is there some um, ascension, a conscious... Uh, support that you want to help people with, right? You want to help them with it. You want to support them in making different or better decisions, or you want to help a large group of people. Now, some of you know that I'm talking about the anti-vaxxer campaign, whether you want a vaccine or you don't want a vaccine, I'm neither here nor there, to be honest with you. I do have a deeper understanding of the whole picture, and that's not what this discussion is about. But it's also about the small, airy-fairy, fluffy stuff that happens in which these words that you commit to, that you communicate, can create actually the exact opposite of what you really want. So, for instance, 
I had a client recently who's very mad at her parents and her intent and who has always kept it to herself. So now she's come to a conscious state of wanting to be autonomous and self-protective. And she's rising up to a place where she wants to speak her mind and be her own person. Those are all wonderful, amazing things to be. However, she before I spoke to her, was ready to embark on a very deep discussion with the entire family, almost an intervention of sorts, to call them out on what they've been doing for so many years to her. And her intention, which took about an hour for me to uh, siphon that out of her soul, was that she's hurt. She feels not inclusive. She feels invisible. Uh, part of it is demographics. Part of it is culture, which is out of those people's control to a degree. And part of it is her feeling sad, lonely, unheard, invisible. So why not have that conversation? Why not have that conversation about how how you feel. It's not about what they did, what they said, how they did it, the way they'd gone about it that created those feelings. Everybody knows that elephant's in the room. It's about how you feel, not in alignment with what they did, but how you feel and that you want the opposite of that. You want to be more included. You don't want to feel invisible. You want to feel loved. How can we make that happen? This is not the way we discuss things in general as human beings. It's not easy because it's not our language as humans. We can be a bit too rational, too practical, too logical. And so, for instance, if you want people if you're in a place where people wear masks or they don't wear masks because there's a political point of view, there's a vac you want people to become more uh, educated in vaccines. You want to convince people that you, why you don't want to take the vaccine. You want to convince a friend that it is okay for me to hang out with somebody else, even though they stole your cookies from the cookie jar. <laughs> You approach this with how you feel and how can you help them understand what you feel and what you would like and what you want. Does that mean it's going to work? Not necessarily. So the word is a force. As Ruse says, it is a power you have to express and communicate, to think and thereby create the advance in your life that you want. And so when you're impeccable with your word, it's you speak with integrity, with honesty, with truthfulness. Say only what you mean. Speak of what you desire. Don't use your words to hurt, shame, gossip, or speak against yourself or others. Use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love.
If I am an employee, if I am a neighbor, if I am a child, if I am an adult and somebody forces me belligerently, bullying, mean, shaming, maybe trying to make me feel uneducated or unintelligent or tell me I don't care. I'm not a caring, I'm not a nice, kind person. Forcefully, being forceful about those words to shame me, hurt me, try to convince me to do something is going to do the exact opposite. If I'm a child, it's going to do one of two things. Uh, It's going to force me to one day speak my mind because there's only so much I'll be able to put or it'll take my confidence away from me completely where I don't even trust my own judgment. But it's definitely not going to make me do what you tell me to do. It may for a short period of time, but it's not going to have long-lasting effects if I'm a child. If I'm your employee, it may for a short period of time, but eventually you're going to lose the productivity of that employee, whether they get so introverted and insecure that they can no longer be their optimum self in the workplace or they're going to quit. If you force it amongst a collective of people, it will actually keep them in the mindset that they're in and they won't be open to change their mind because changing their mind in their mind will feel like the bully won. And so despite everyone, they won't budge. Is that what we want? Is that what anybody wants in life? No. And so with this Gemini energy, we want to keep the first agreement, be impeccable with your word. In our hearts and in our minds and in our souls. This is not about just being woo-woo, caring, all ooey-gooey, love thy neighbor, kumbaya. This is logical, practical, rational sense. They've done blind studies, double blind studies, an enormous amount of research. Uh, There was one that was quite controversial and nowadays would be inhumane. It wouldn't even be allowed this double-blind study that they did in the early 70s. And that that study in the early 70s took, um, took a psychologist and he gathered a group, I think they were uh, all men, They were all young men and they simulated a jail. And they all knew that this was all fake. Okay. It was a Stanford prison experiment done in 71. And the college students, 70 of them, knew that this was not a real thing. But they separated them so that there were the jail guards and the imprisoned. Again, all playing a part, all acting out. 
And the jail guard's intention was to manipulate and bully and create such pressure on the prisoners. They wanted to see how far would it take before they snap or before they quit, you know, before they quit the role. They weren't really paid. There was no reason for them to stay materialistically. And the reason it, it was, it was, it was brilliant because it was well documented how much people can take such a, a role and be so serious about it that they're easily influenced even though they know it's all fake. The prisoners, they started to have mental breakdowns. Some of them ended up becoming very passive pr prisoners and didn't rebel because they got really caught up in that psychological en energy. The guards became tired tyrant they were it was complete tyranny and they overused arbitrarily their power and they started getting high on their horse and taking it very very seriously eventually they did have to step in and they did end up having to help some of these prisoners these fake acted out prisoners on a psychological level after that because they had ptsd after that they were highly heavily affected and the reason I'm bringing this up is because this is how, this in real life, you know, we can have people feeling and coercing them and convincing them that they're less of a person as a human, even though individually they've never felt that way before. But when collectively they're bombarded, whether through social media or collectively amongst their their peers, it can have such a profound psychological effect that it can make them do and feel things they would not normally do or feel. So I guess in a nutshell, I'm saying back off. If you really want to make a difference in this world and change this world, do, do you and let other people do them, right? So whether you're in a place of employment, you're, uh, it's your friends or your neighbors next door. It's people on social media, whether it has to do with uh, the workplace around COVID, the uh, vaccine around COVID, the masks around COVID. The It's just about how your neighbors treat you because you have parties, in, you know, a few friends in the backyard with music or nothing to do with COVID, you know because somebody took a cookie from your cookie jar, right? The force is not going to have a healthy result, not a favorable result. It's, it's actually a lose-lose for everybody. So this is be impeccable with your word, careful what you wish for. Even the words in your own mind, the chatter, the monkey mind, is also something that we're going to be working on. So in this full moon, this new moon that's coming up this Thursday, and we have a new moon once a, once a month, but this one's in Gemini, and that's for the May, May. We're going to feel it now. It's May 11th now. We're going to feel it for the next three days and the three days after that. Do a check-in with yourself before you speak. 
Do a check-in with yourself before you accept the knowledge, the judgment, the words from another person. So not only be impeccable with the words that you speak, but be impeccable with the words that you ingest, that you allow to be downloaded into your computer of a brain. Don't be imprisoned by words. Don't be imprisoned by the thoughts and the emotions around those words. Namaste. You're listening to another episode of Ascendance with Holly Hall from AskHollyHall.com. Ascendance. Why would you want to ascend? Body, mind, and soul. Ascendance is an act of moving up or ascending. In this world that we have co-created, our only mission is to ascend, is to rise above, be more than what we were yesterday, to be more than what we were a moment ago, to create our now, to be the manifestation of our next ascendance. Let's ascend. So let me recap. I dare you to be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity, honesty, and truthfulness. Check to say only what you mean. Speak of what you desire. Avoid speaking negatively about yourself or others. Use your words in a positive direction of truth and love.